0: Facebook has a long history as a home of the anti-vax movement. For years, users have built communities with other anti-vaxxers on Facebook. And during COVID-19, Facebook wants to be a leader in the vaccination campaign. That puts Facebook in a tricky situation. Given its tumultuous history with anti-vaxxers, will Facebook ever be seen as an authority figure this time around? Joining us is Recode's Rebecca Hiowile. Hey, Rebecca. Hey. So tell me, what is Facebook planning to do to encourage its billions of users around the globe to get vaccinated?
1: So, like we've seen with Facebook's approach to the election and approach to COVID 19 before we had vaccines, its basic strategy is directing people to accurate information produced by health authorities, whether that's local health authorities or an organization like the World Health Organization. Basically, the general strategy is to, while dealing with the misinformation problem, try to get as many users as possible going to the right sources. We've also seen efforts by the company to give ad credits to those public health organizations. We also have Facebook conducting its own studies of vaccine doubts on its platform. And, you know, trying to do these sort of large quantitative studies to see what's really happening. But I think, you know, overall, it's been a pretty similar strategy to what we've seen in the past. And I think that's why a lot of people are still pretty concerned about Facebook's relationship with anti-vaccine content.
0: Yeah, I mean, stepping back here, can you give me like the long sweep of history here and uh, maybe as quickly as you can? um, How long uh, has there been this anti-vax community on Facebook? And do you have any sense of the scale of the problem on the platform?
1: It seems like the anti-vaccine problem on Facebook is basically as old as Facebook itself. Since the platform has existed, there have been people who have both tried to spread accurate information about vaccines and people who kind of harass those health authorities and people who try to spread doubts in vaccines. I spoke to one woman who joined an anti-vaccine Facebook community back in 2012, and she spent two years in it. So these groups have been there for a while, but they've sort of adapted to the moment. So they'll go from making scientific claims, saying vaccines don't work, and they've sort of moved to saying things like, actually, we don't want the government to force us to get vaccines. And now, amid the pandemic, we've seen the anti-vaccine rhetoric adapt again to sort of take into account conspiracy theories that are going around about coronavirus. But it's a huge, huge problem. You know, since just last year, we had Avaz, which is a nonprofit that studies misinformation, basically came out with this report saying that they thought there were 3.8 billion views of health misinformation on Facebook between May 2019 and May 2020. A lot of this also takes place in in groups and anti-vaccine groups, which have also seen increases in their users during this period of the pandemic as well.
0: Yeah, because what I always wonder with with Facebook, um, right, is there's obviously billions of users, people spending tons of time on the platform. There's probably good things that happen on Facebook and bad things that happen on Facebook, right? So I just, it's interesting to me to hear that you're saying during COVID, the problem has gotten worse.
1: Right. And I think what makes things especially difficult during the pandemic is that, you know, we've had this long period of these communities spreading doubts about particular vaccines and making claims like vaccines cause autism. But what the pandemic has introduced is a lot of people who are nervous about getting vaccinated because Mm -hmm. the COVID vaccines feel really new. And basically anti-vaccine sort of entrepreneurs, for lack of a better term, have been able to (laughs) clasp onto that hesitancy. And that's what makes it so dangerous and concerning.
0: How does Facebook uh, try to combat this anti-vaccine movement on its platform? I know this is Uh, Something, as you said, that dates back to the beginning of Facebook. But um, even pre-COVID, I would love to hear how has Facebook, which prides itself on being an open platform, you know, very tolerant of different viewpoints, you know, a believer in uh, less content moderation and more free speech. How has Facebook approached anti-vaccine groups and messaging and posts over the last few years?
1: Yeah, so I think maybe go back to 2016 when Facebook introduced its fact-checking program. That was probably one of the first major moves that would have addressed anti-vaccine content, though, of course, that's not the only thing that that fact-checking initiative would cover. In 2019, that, there was a big moment where people were really worried about the outbreak of measles. And I know now that seems so far away in the middle of a pandemic, but a lot of lawmakers are really worried about the measles outbreaks and growing anti-vaccine content on social media. So in March of 2019, Facebook announced new changes like you know, anti-vaccine groups and pages weren't supposed to be showing up in recommendation and search as much, and they were going to ban ads with vaccine misinformation. And later in the year, they they added this alert that basically would send you to the World Health Organization if you were looking for certain search terms. Um, but, you know, as we've entered the pandemic, the strategies have changed again and again and again as the misinformation related to the coronavirus has shifted.
0: And Rebecca, I'm sure this is a complicated question, but... How is Facebook doing at this, right? They obviously, as you just mentioned, are trying, but Facebook tries lots of things. What is like an objective viewpoint on whether or not Facebook has delivered on its stated objective to be a more responsible steward of health information online?
1: So one of the big problems with answering this question is that we don't really know the denominator.
0: Denominator of The what?
1: denominator of the total vaccine misinformation, right? Because no one besides Facebook and potentially not even Facebook Even really knows the total number of pieces of content that are on the site that are vaccine misinformation, right? So, the stat, one of the stats that we have is between March and October of last year, the company removed 12 million pieces of content related to its ban on COVID 19 misinformation that could cause imminent physical harm. But Hmm. we don't know what the total amount of content was on Facebook right? We're not Facebook. We don't have those stats. And even Facebook is using AI and people to sort through all the content, but we don't know how successful that is in total, right? So it's a very, very hard question to answer, though, you know, Facebook say, it says its technology is getting better, that they're taking down more, and Facebook has also expanded its definition of vaccine in- misinformation. So, you know, there are things that they'll point to as, as progress, but it's a really, really hard answer to give because it's it's such a hard thing to study without, you know, being in the inside of Facebook.
0: Yeah, I mean, what's an alternative? Like, what do experts that you talk to, say, Facebook or, you know, platforms should be doing in general to combat this misinformation? Or is it just going to always be somewhere and here it it popped up?
1: There are steps that people who have been paying attention to the anti-vaccine process and sort of misinformation spreading on Facebook say would help curb the problem. So there are accounts and organizations that have pushed anti-vaccine content That are still on Facebook. Maybe they skirt around the official rules that Facebook has, whatever those official rules are in the given moment, but they stay up and they continue to attract followers. And, you know, this is a suggestion from the uh, Center for Countering Digital Hate, which is one of these organizations that studies the anti-vaccine misinformation problem. They say, just take down the accounts. We know we know who these people are. They've already gathered millions of followers. Just just take them down. Right. To some extent, they're saying we could just deplatform this problem, at least in part. Another step that advocates say Facebook needs to take potentially is to improve the AI technology that it uses to detect misinformation and to detect violations of Facebook's vaccine content rules. You know, these vaccine advocates say that the algorithms aren't always as accurate as they should be, and they can end up picking up pro-vaccine content or people who are just asking questions about vaccines but aren't necessarily spreading misinformation. And, you know, they have some grounds to be concerned. There are examples in the past of vaccine advocates trying to run ads on Facebook encouraging vaccination only to find that their ads get taken down by Facebook's automated software. So, you know, making that tech better is something else that people people are thinking about. It's certainly a challenge, and I'm not sure, you know, what the ideal world looks like here in terms of what amount of vaccine misinformation should be on this platform, or we should reasonably expect on this platform.
0: Rico's Rebecca Hiawile. Thanks so much for bringing us the story. You can read more of her work at recode.net. Thanks.
1: Thanks for having me.